Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We are continuing our study in the book of Judges. Still in chapter 2, looking at verses 8 through 10 in the New King James Version. The author is still trying to prepare us for what's going to happen next. He's already set the stage. The tribes have tried to gain their inheritance. Only Judah was the most successful. The tribe of Dan was was unsuccessful. Joshua, the son of Nun, is about to leave the scenes, as are all of the older generations. But let's generation, a generation that came and saw, came through the Exodus. But let's listen to God's word again, Judges chapter 2, verses 8 through 10 in the New King James Version. Now Joshua, the son of Nun, the servant of the Lord, died when he was 110 years old. And they buried him within the border of his inheritance at Timnath Heres, in the mountains of Ephraim, at the north side of Mount Gaash. When all that generation had been gathered to their fathers, another generation arose after them who did not know the Lord nor the work which the Lord had done in Israel. Again, that's Judges chapter 2, verses 8 through 10 in the New King James Version, which gives it the title, Death of Joshua. I'll be back to share insights and close with prayer. This is Hope Scott. I am your host of 5 Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thanks for listening, subscribing, and following my podcast. You can find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Good Pods, or wherever you hear podcasts. Also, please like and follow Five Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. As we read the section in Judges chapter 2, we have to think, how much is that like our generation? So many have forgotten the path, forgotten um, the rules, forgotten the training, forgotten the passion that brought them to the place where they are now, especially those who are in successful places. You just kind of forget what the old people went to through, what all they suffered. But let's listen to what the commentaries have to say about the children of Israel. Their strong leaders are gone, including Joshua, including the generation of that was along with Joshua. God, they were all gone from the scene. They were all gone. They were all dead, gathered to their fathers. But let's listen to what the commentaries had to say. The servant of the Lord is a deeply meaningful title for Joshua. It is applied only to those great men like Moses, King David, and the courageous prophets in Second King chapter 9. The people did honor um, Joshua at his death and buried him at Timnath Heres. So it is called here 
but in Joshua, it's called Timnath Sarah. Here, is a, here it signifies the sun. So here in Judges, it signifies the sun, a representation of which um, some think was upon his uh, sepulchre, sepulchre, his tombstone, <laughs> and gave him and gave name to it in remembrance of the sun setting still at his word. So divers um, of the Jewish writers think. But, but uh, you have to question that image of the sun being allowed to honor Joshua at that time when God is already complaining that they haven't pulled down the altars of these false gods. And one of the things they worshiped was the sun. So that definitely would not be an honor to one who said, to Joshua who said, pull down those altars or they will be a temptation to you. All the days of the elders who outlived Joshua, the uh, people were faithful. Israel was faithful for God to God during that, that time of uh, Joshua's immediate successors. But afterward, there arose a generation who had not seen the great works of the Lord, which he had done for Israel. So they hadn't seen it. It was like some people even say today that the Holocaust was not real because they didn't see it, because they've been uh, indoctrinated to believe it, and they just think that it's not real. They say the same thing about slavery, that black folk were just pleased to be to live as chattel. Because they don't see it, they don't believe it. So because it's history, it's history, they say, for the old folks. It's not for us. But let's continue to listen. Another generation arose who did not know the Lord, nor the work which he had done in, uh, for Israel. The new generation had no personal relationship with God, no personal awareness of his power. God was someone who their parents related to and did great things for their parents' generation. All that generation was gone. So, you know, whatever training that they had had worn off. Their good instructions and examples died and were buried with them. And there arose another generation of Israelites who uh, had so little sense of religion and were in so little care about it, one might truly say that they never knew the Lord, never um, knew him uh, for who he was, especially in the lives of his parents. They did not know him as he revealed himself as he protected them as they traveled from slavery to freedom. Um, they did not know who God was. They did not know of his great works. And if they heard it, they heard it like a myth. Like, mm, surely this can't be true. It doesn't even sound true. There were so enti uh, they were so entirely devoted to the word, so intent upon the business of the indulgence of the flesh and luxury, that they didn't intend to learn about the true God. They didn't intend to embrace religion, and they were easily drawn aside to false gods and to abominable superstitions. And our generation, the generation that follows us, have to be careful because this is a generation that does not know God, especially the way the older generation does. 
they have a sense of God, but they don't know God because they haven't seen the miracles. And I guess with what's going on now in Ukraine, you know, there are miracles. There are more miracles than are, you know, that they're always talking about. And we thank God that God is showing his mighty hand even there in that tragedy. Let's pray. Father, as we think about the things that, that are going on in this world, it could be and it uh, is possibly impossible for young pre people to embrace the fact that you're a loving God, that you're a kind God, that you're a hearing God, that you're a forgiving God, especially as they look at what's going on. But God, let them see you even in little tiny things like people who've been in bomb shelters for three weeks eating just flatbread, which they learned during the Exodus. People who had to go uh, months without water. Father, show them just little miracles. And those little mir miracles just keep mounting up. The miracles of even uh, the governments coming together to help one who is being attacked by a giant army. Giving uh, that little bitty army so many successes, God. That's nobody but you. As we think about that, let those who don't have faith in you see you for who you are, that you are a God of love. And God, we offer Christ to them at this time and invite them to accept him as their Lord and Savior. Even as they watch the power, your power, in that little bitty place called Ukraine, God, we pray for those who need you in a special way. There are so many needs. We know Ukraine is not the only country that's suffering. There are so many suffering from the uh, abuse of the Taliban. We bind them away from uh, your people in the name of Jesus. And those who aren't your people yet, we offer Christ in the name of Jesus. God, we're thanking you in advance for answered prayers. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed. Thank you.